welcome to another episode of Candy Girl. I'm your host, Shelby. And I'm your candy girl, Amelia. And if you follow our guests on social media, you'll know that she has award-winning body parts. <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, guys. I'm Lydia Love. Um, I am a content creator, and I am a ham girl. So I first discovered your Twitter in, like, I think 2017 or 2018. It was before we had this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a lot of friends that followed you because you tweeted really funny things. <laughs> um, yeah, I started in 2017, so you probably followed me. I was like a little baby camera. That's so wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just had a lot of friends that uh, that followed you. So when we started the podcast, that, that was you were the first person that I thought of when it came to like sex workers that I knew would be helpful. Yeah. Oh, that means so much to me. So I guess we could start out, like, why don't you just tell us a little about yourself? Oh, okay. I'm always terrible at describing myself. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you guys a rundown. So I am Lydia. I'm 21 years old, and I live in Los Angeles. Um, like I said, I'm a content creator, so I mostly make my money doing offline work with things such as OnlyFans. I'm mainly on many vids, sites like that. Um, and then I do occasionally cam. I'm trying to get more consistent with that. Um, in my personal life, I go to school a few days and that's about it. I feel like my life is mostly just me working on my career in the industry and just living life out here in LA. Yeah, so why did you want to, well, first of all, how did you get involved in, in sex work? Okay, so uh, it's so confusing because I feel like so many different, like, uh, things led up to this. Um, but whenever I was like 17 or like 16, I found out what a camp girl was. And for some reason, I always said to my friends as a joke, I was like, when I'm 18, I'm going to become a camp girl. That's what I'm going to do. And everyone just like, like joked around and said that I was going to become a cam girl. And so that like seed was planted. Um, and then when I was 18, uh, I was working a bunch of jobs and I was so tired of it. And so I picked up a second job which was at a strip club and then I discovered what sugar daddies were and then that became a whole thing um and then I started dancing and then finally as things progressed um in 2017 I was kind of done with the sugar daddy thing I was done with the dancing mostly and I just decided to jump into online work and so that's how that like it just naturally progressed into this (laughs) Is that why you decided that you wanted to do sex work over other professions? Um, I, I always had a thing for it, which is, like, really interesting. Like, even whenever I was a kid, I would say, oh, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be a veterinarian and I'm going to be a model for Playboy. Like, I never thought. <laughs> um, I just always viewed the industry as, like, empowered women. And so that was super appealing to me. And so I guess that's probably why I chose it over other things is because I never had an issue with it. I just always viewed it as something empowering. That's so cool that you've, like, always viewed it as empowering. So I know there's, like, a lot of judgments towards, like, Playboy bunnies and, like, women like that. And people don't think of them as empowered women. So that's really neat that for such a long time you thought they were empowered. Yeah, it's... I don't even know who made me that way. Maybe my mom, because she's super accepting. But even, like, when I would be watching movies with my mom, and she'd be like, oh, cover your eyes, I, I would never judge the girls. I would just be like, oh, that looks like a fun job. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Wow. 
So I guess yeah. that leads me into another question I have. When you started out, did you expect your family to find out eventually? So I am from not necessarily a super small town, but a very conservative, like, tight-knit community. So when anyone does anything, everyone finds out. And that was something that I knew was going to happen. It, it was just, like, it was never a family find out. It was just when. And so, um, like, for my mom, I told her she knew every step of the way. Like, even back when I was 18 and I had sugar daddies, like, she knew. She was the person that knew where I was at. My dad, on the other hand, he's really cool. He's accepting now, but it was hard for him. And a lot of people took it into their own hands to let him know. And I knew that that would happen. So once I saw that people were starting to talk, I was just like, okay, I'm going to come out and tell everyone because I don't want to give those people that power. So I knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know it was going to happen so soon because everyone found out before my career was anything, probably before I even had like 5,000 followers. Wow, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you said you're going to school right now? Yeah, I just started again this semester, but I'm not, like, doing a full schedule or anything. Um, I kind of just wanted to take an in-person class just so I'm forced out of my house because I've only taken online classes, and so, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. What are you studying? I'm studying psychology. I want to be a sex therapist one day, so... Ooh, that's really interesting. That is so perfect. It's like crazy <laughs> to I, come from that I kind know of background. Exactly, because I'm like I'm pretty vulgar and I'm pretty like open sexually, and so I can't see myself being like super professional with other people's needs. But I know that I'm super accepting of everyone's sexual preferences. So if I have that gift, I might as well use it. Yeah, I think you like having experience in the like sex industry. I think will give you a perspective that a lot of sex therapists don't have and I think you'll be able to help a lot of people. Yeah, I completely agree and people always say, oh, what are you going to do when future jobs find out about what you've been doing? But honestly, who the fuck is going to tell a sex worker that she doesn't know anything about sex, that she can't be a sex therapist? (laughs) Like, that would be so stupid. Yes, absolutely. Very true. How do you uh, manage your mental health as a sex worker? Oh, okay. So I'm actually super, like, passionate about being open about mental health issues and struggles within the industry. Um, And it's not always because this industry, it can help a lot with your mental health, but it can also lend to some really, like, negative aspects of your mental health, you know, things such as isolation, if you're not doing a job where you're around people, um, social anxiety, things like that. Um, But it's just really important to know yourself and know your needs. And I really, I I read a lot of self-help books, which probably sounds so cringy, but um, (laughs) recently that's been helping me a lot because I'm really understanding who I am. Um, And just, I don't let myself get stuck, like, before I did this job, I would get stuck in my depression. I'd be sad for, like, months at a time. But now I'm really focused on when I feel that coming on, like, allowing myself to feel my emotions, but I keep going and I keep working. And it's a lot easier because I don't have to keep working, but I'm choosing to, if that makes sense. 
That's so cool, like, to hear, like, you, like, transform yourself like that. Like, I've struggled with depression as well, and it's, like, so cool to hear you talk about it, first of all, like, in sex work, and then how you've read books and, like, all that to help improve yourself and are getting to know yourself. Like, that's so awesome and makes me so happy to hear that. Aw, yeah, it's definitely hard. I had a therapist one time. They said to me, you know, you're never going to lose your anxiety and your depression. You're just going to learn skills that help you cope with it better. And so I feel like everyone just, you know, needs to stop trying to just get rid of it completely and just, you know, learn skills that help you. Because that's definitely what's helped me once I stopped being so hard on myself and telling myself, oh, my God, you need to get rid of all these flaws that you have. Now that I've just, you know, accepted who I am, I feel so much better. And I let myself have bad days. I used to be so like, oh, I can't have a bad day. I have to go to work today. But now I'm able to just drink tea and be in bed and do some offline work. That's so important. Yeah, that's that's so awesome to hear. I spent, this is going to sound really creepy, I spent a portion of today like going through your YouTube channel and watching most of your videos. Um, She has a YouTube channel. You guys should follow her on on social media. It's Generic Ho. Um, and yes. it's Generic Ho on YouTube as well? Um, if you search Lydia Love or Generic Ho, they'll both come up. Yeah, so she's got a lot of fun videos. Um, and oh. I, I saw one where you were talking about, uh, oh, you were going through the, one of the first interviews that you did. And <laughs> you talked about the very first time uh, you cammed, you said you failed miserably. Um, and I know yeah. Amelia, when she first started camming, was struggling a lot, too. So uh, would you talk about that a little bit? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I turned 18 in 2016. And my senior year, I was working. And I was like, okay, well, I'm 18 now, so maybe I can try camming. And I was living in a family member's basement. They had it set up as a room. So one night, after my shift at Taco Bell, <laughs> I randomly decided to just hop on cam and I made an account on Chatterbait and I didn't go by Lydia, I had a different name. And my computer was a, I think it was a Chromebook, which is like a $300 laptop at the time. I had no webcam, nothing. Like my Wi-Fi was probably terrible and I logged on and I made like, honestly, I think my first night I probably made like $50, maybe even less, but I had no concept of what tokens were so i was just like doing flashes and just doing things for basically no money because i didn't understand like (laughs) i just jumped into it and i was like oh i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna get rich Mm -hmm. and obviously that didn't happen and that's why i stress like don't just jump into it thinking that you're gonna get rich all of a sudden because i had no knowledge um and so i cammed a few times after that but i really i didn't have any skills within the industry I didn't have any of the equipment I needed I I was not making money like I should have just started to talk about and um so yeah I I didn't do very good and that you know kind of just went away um and then in 2017 whenever I was 19 years old I started periodically trying again so like once a month I would log on I would make no money because I didn't know what I was doing I didn't care enough to learn um and I just I kept that up. I kept trying, and I wouldn't make money. I wouldn't do it for months. Um, And then at that time, I was also living in a hotel, which is, like, that gave me the drive to really start trying. Um, 
I just, I wasn't doing good. Like, I wasn't connecting with my audience. I didn't know how to build a fan base, nothing. So after that, I took six months, and I just studied other cam girls. Like, people that I'm friends with now don't even know that I, like, paid attention to their career. And I, you know, tried to take notes from them and just see what they were doing. And so after sitting and paying attention, I tried again. And now October will be two years. So, like, two years later, here we are. That's insane That's for so you to insane. grow like that big in that amount of time. It's amazing. It, it really was the fact that I like took time to study the industry and I knew what I was getting myself into. If I didn't, I really don't know where I would be if I had just tried to like blindly jump into it. I probably would have, I don't even know, stayed in college and done something else. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember when I first found your Twitter, like, back in 2017, you had in your bio that you were studying business. Do you? Yeah. How was that? Um, it was fine. I didn't really get too far into it um, because, like, I did one semester of it and then I stopped. Um, but it was really interesting because I have a huge love for business. Like, in my free time, I'll read random little business articles or um, business books. And so... I, it's different because they're forcing you to learn certain things that you probably might not use, uh, but I liked it because it taught me the, the basics of business, of what they want you to know about it, and so, yeah. <laughs> Do you think that's helped you with camming? Um, if I'm being honest, I think that I learned more on my personal studying than I did that semester of school, but there were some things where if I one day wanted to build like an, uh, an official business within the industry it might help but not for like my personal business if that makes sense yeah no that makes perfect sense yeah like when you're in school they want you to learn certain things but on your own time if you're able to like research the stuff you're personally interested in you can obviously learn a lot more because you want to learn about it and then it's like you know directed in a certain direction of where you want to go so that's yeah it's cool yeah. yeah exactly and like the like online marketing stuff that they want you to learn in school the whole time I was like what the hell like I could write a better book than this and teach everyone in this class how to grow you know a Twitter account for their brand or whatever mm-hmm. it was just very like official what I was learning that wasn't really like real life <laughs> um I have a question that's um I guess a little more serious depending on who you are. You seem pretty open about your sexuality. It's a sexuality question to preface <laughs> <Okay>. that. <laughs> um, so when Amelia started sugaring, she identified, I don't mean to speak for you either. No, no, you're fine. You're not. When she started sugaring, she identified as asexual. And then as she started to do it more, she realized maybe she isn't. How do you think the industry has helped you with your sexuality? Okay, so for as long as I can remember, I've known that I liked girls, and it was never, like, confusing for me. I just knew that I liked girls and guys, and that was that. Um, But since being in the industry, I've learned different terms for things. Like, at first I thought I was bisexual, now I know I'm pansexual. And uh, things like that, um, I did my first, like, girl-girl scene, and that was my first time ever having sex with a girl. So that definitely expanded my uh, sexuality. And it's super interesting that you bring this up because... Within the last, like, few weeks, I've been really, like, I don't want to say confused, but really learning a lot about who I am. 
And I always thought that I liked men more and that I was going to spend my entire life with a man. But now I'm kind of like, you know, it's up in the air, whoever I fall in love with. And so it's definitely uh, opened my eyes to realize that maybe my sexuality isn't what I always thought it was and that it's constantly changing and I'm just going to keep going with these changes. (laughs) That's really cool. So it's almost like, your sexuality brought it in the sense of gender, I guess. <laughs> oh my god, I'm wording this so bad. But basically, okay, okay, you okay. went from, okay, like, I like girls and guys to, like, I think mainly guys, though. And then now you're like, I'm completely open to you both. And yeah, like, now, yeah, it's changed completely. That's really I cool. That my attraction for girls is just, like, a side thing, like, oh, the girls are cool, I would fuck them, but now I'm like, you know what, I could fall in love with a cool-ass girl. (laughs) That's really cool. Yeah, I think my experience was different in the sense that, like, um, I thought I was asexual because I never desired really to have sex with the people that I was in relationships with, but it turned out it was because I was, like, in sort of, like, an abusive relationship, and then that kind of changed my mind on how I viewed sex and stuff and so once I started being a sugar baby and started having sex on my terms and having these men tell me like no like you're hot and oh no like that's fine the way you did that then I was like oh it's not it's not at all what I thought I like I was having a problem with so it it, I guess it like empowered me and then that changed my mind on how I viewed sex and now like, I would not identify as asexual at all, but just based on my past is what, I guess, like, kind of made me choose to label myself that way. So, I just yeah, think it's, like, yeah, cool yeah. how, like, sex work can, like, change different parts of sexuality for different people. Yeah, and also, I really think that um, taking the power back, you know, and being in control of your own sexual body does a lot mentally for a lot of people and obviously you're an example of that um so that's why i think sex work is a really good thing for people that have been through similar things like what you went through because it can open your eyes to hey sex on my terms is different from the sex that i thought was right yeah exactly that's a way better way to sum it up than the many words i use that i didn't need to use <laughs> no, you're fine you're fine <laughs> i'm like the worst with words i try to talk like the least on the show <laughs> like oh, shelby you did the talking <laughs> oh gosh has the industry changed your views on sex specifically In your personal sex life? Um, so when I first started, I wasn't really, like, I guess sexually aware, if that makes sense. I was, I didn't really know what I liked. I didn't know what to give other people. I didn't know how to understand people sexually and um, be open and honest with my needs and my concerns. Um, but since being in the industry, I've learned a lot about how to communicate with partners. I've learned so much about what I like because before... I I didn't know what I was into at all. Um, So it's definitely opened my eyes to a lot of different things. When I first started, um, I definitely thought that, hmm, how can I word this? I thought that sex was, I guess, I don't want to say supposed to be, but I 
supposed to be something that was like a product of love and in a relationship and things like that. And then I entered the industry and I was like, oh no, sex can just be fun between friends and you can, whatever your needs are, you can handle that. And so it's made me a lot more open-minded and I guess less judgmental of myself. If that makes sense, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. I think that was, like, awesome. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> the three words I used, and awesome is one of them. Like, yeah. that's so cool. Like, I ne- like, I guess I'm still at that stage. Like, I definitely think I can broaden my sexuality and hearing you say how it doesn't need to be just something in relationships and how it can be, like, between friendships, I think that's something really cool to look into because I personally had never really thought about it like that. Like, I've I've never had good hookup sex, so I was like, you know what, really sex, you know, maybe sex is, like, just for relationships because you can get to know someone and all that, but communication really matters, and um, yeah. I think that's really cool that you can, like, just be upfront and communicate that with someone instead of, like, being quiet and not wanting to express your needs so that was really cool what you said and it's crazy how like once you learn communication skills even if your partners can't communicate that well they learn from you and so like you said oh hookups haven't been that great um I don't I actually don't really do hookups I usually will find like one person and I'll be with them um but not necessarily like in a relationship and, uh, you know, whenever we communicate, even if it's not great in the beginning, it tends to get there just because all we needed was to express our needs. And a lot of people are afraid of that. So definitely yeah. a skill that's important to develop. For yeah. sure. That's really cool. Yeah. Do you have any more questions? <laughs> I don't think so. I, um, I do have one last question. When yes. you're finished in the industry and you move on to being a sex therapist, how do you want to be remembered? Lydia for talking with us. You guys can find her anywhere on social media at Generic Ho. Uh, you can follow her Twitter, Instagram. She has a YouTube as well. Um, she's really funny, so you're doing yourself Aww. an injustice if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank and, you, guys. Yeah, absolutely. You can also find us on social media at Candy Girl Pod on Twitter and Candy Girl Podcast on Instagram. If you want to email us, you have any questions, maybe you want to be on the show, we are always happy to hear from you guys candygirlpodcast at outlook.com lydia thank you so much for being on the show we really appreciate having you and everybody listening we appreciate you guys too uh, it's always good to hear from you so you know slide into our dms we love that stuff